0: Hey, this is Billy. This is Sam Hastings.
1: And thanks for listening to Spill the Sauce Podcast.
0: Last weekend, a lot of events, a lot of craziness going on. So I'm still a little rugged. Um, I think we're getting too old for this shit. But then again, I think uh, I think we're just getting started. You know what I mean?
1: There we go, dude. How was, how was your 4th of July, man?
0: It was good. I was actually um, kind of... Uh, um, I don't know how you'd say this. I, I poured beers for a brewery that's in town that it's like a cooperative ownership. So Hannah and I are co-owners. So we just like volunteered to, you know, pour beers um, where they shoot the fireworks off and everything right downtown. So that was really cool to seeing a lot of cool people, a lot of familiar faces. And I overheard this one dude telling his son, he like pointed at me and he's just like, that guy's a fucking legend. And I'm just, I was telling that to Hannah, I'm like, that made me feel kind of cool <laughs> but Wait, he did just you was know that,
1: really you know that guy from somewhere
0: no nope must have just he just knew i was the sauce guy oh, and he must dude. really enjoy it. Just like, that
1: guy's that the so guy. awesome <laughs> And
0: i was like you know my head just exploded
1: oh dude hell yeah dude little stuff like that like even if you're on markets or for the you know working in an event or something dude they go like when it's hot out and, you know, like, you know, you see the other booths are getting customers and you're kind of just chilling there. And that one guy walks up like, dude, you're killing or You're a legend. You're like, fuck, yeah, I am. And, like, it gives you that little boost, like, keep it going. I love stuff like that. I don't know if I ever told you when I was doing a market one time, it was like, I think one of the first ones. And it was like still early on. And the one like taco guy in the back and bought like, like invited embot- literally all his family. So everyone just went to the back first, which like makes sense. They're his family. And this old white guy comes up and he goes, no one for you, huh? <laughs> And I was like, dude. Oh, yeah, you told me that. What I was was like, come on, man. I was like, come on, dude. He's he's fucking around. But it's still, like, those little things, like, they always make your day, man. Those little fun to pop around. For sure, buddy. Yeah, dude. So, this week's episode, Sam... We got someone, like, legit, literally straight from you. So tell us all about this, dude. Oh,
0: this is going to be sweet. So this is my, uh, my, my my more recent buddy. His name's Jeremy. Um, met him with the farmer's market in Rochester. Super cool, super mellow dude. But he was just coming in and just dropping bombs of just true mushroom knowledge. Um, he grows culinary mushrooms for restaurants he used to. But now he's just kind of crushing it at Marcus and just, for the most part, ed- eating individuals, which has been super awesome and super rewarding. But hey, needless to be said, here's big dog Jeremy from Frozen <laughs> Cat <and> Mushrooms. <laughs> well, what nice are you, my dude?
1: Thanks uh, for joining us. This is uh, Spill the Sauce, kind of being Sam's place to talk. You know, it started as anything food, but now it's just whatever me and Sam think is fun or like interesting. And when mushroom comes up, you know, it's going to be a great time. So I have a, an insane amount of questions about mushrooms uh okay. but yeah man welcome welcome to our show appreciate you for coming on thank you so much i appreciate it i really do yeah so i mean obviously you, you know sam sam kind of when sam messaged me about you he's like hey i have the mushroom the mushroom king and i was like all right <laughs> <I feel> like <laughs> I like, like, like mushroom like, like drug
2: mushroom. I, he's I was the like,
0: mushroom fucking legend let's say I,
2: i'm aficionado at best Hey, that's still something.
0: That's also that very humble, Billy.
1: <laughs> so I mean, I mean, take us from the beginning, man. You know, when did you get into mushrooms? I mean, it sounds weird
2: saying it like that. Like, when did you start doing mushrooms, dude? But like, you know, when did you start like growing mushrooms, or how did you get into the whole process? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and first off, there's like this mysticism whenever it comes down to mushrooms. But mushrooms have been deep rooted into our past for so long that you know, we need to get back to it, whether that be mushrooms, whether that be just a natural approach, just get back to mother nature. But to answer your question is, is that for me, my first, I guess, I mean, I was born in a commune of the foothills of the Ozark mountains in Fayetteville, Arkansas. So, you know, my aunt is a master gardener. Both my parents are vegan. So my first passion was really uh, urban development and just gardening in general. And I did that for a while. I helped do, you know, startup farms here in Minnesota, and um, then I just started doing some deep, you know, just some deep dives in just how I can not only do organic farming, but you know, better approaches, quicker ways, how I could spread the knowledge. And really, I got introduced to the fungal kingdom because of the correlation that mycorrhizae has with plants, and how even big agriculture is using micro which is another form of mushrooms, to get 300 times more production, and a big ag is using it, well, then that really sparked, you know, sparked an interest. Then I started doing some deep dives. And, you know, I'm not saying this by any stretch of the imagination, but all good mushroom growers that are worth their weight, obviously have dabbled into, you know, the psilocybin side of things. And that, you know, that the clinical side really intrigued me with the whole production of being able to get 300 times more of a yield just by using mushrooms and then it was just on i was listening to paul statments reading books it just went bananas from there and you know i just started as a hobby farm you know growing mushrooms pink oysters golden oysters you know you name it and uh, having a great you know support system with my amazing girlfriend who has really helped me out through this whole time because you know i've taken her down the gambit too so and then you know all of a sudden here i am growing some conky looking mushrooms that are just insane and being fortunate just to be able to have that you know i don't know connection with stuff that i grow because I've been pretty fortunate to grow some substantial amount of mushrooms, and being able to share that with everybody, and then shit, here I am having a fucking podcast with you boys. What's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was just
0: talking to Billy about you. Not just necessarily just like you know cool fucking dude, but amazing product, quality product, but just knowledgeable. And with my background, I'm, I'm I'm very aware of what I feel like a lot of mushroom varieties. Um, not that much. It really feels like in the grand scheme of things. So it seems like the varieties you're speaking about, it's just like, oh, okay. That's all new. That's, uh, can't wait for them to get out so I can start playing with them a little bit. What's your, uh, uh, familiarity with, uh, mushrooms, Billy? Like, you know,
1: not much. So I used to work in a produce market and we didn't have like the largest selection of mushrooms, which is why I'm kind of intrigued. We had like your regular, like, you know, Bella's and the white mushrooms, the basic kind of stuff, you know, shiitakes and basic stuff. I remember one time when we brought Lion's Mains and it sold out in like two and a half hours, my boss was like, yeah, we got to get more of that shit. So like, that's sounds like, oh shit, like this mushroom shit really sells. And it was so expensive. I couldn't believe how much it was going for. I mean, it's definitely worth it because I heard like it tastes amazing, but like it's just insane, like how much that stuff could go for. And it's really, really cool, man. Like, Again, like, right, something's a, like a fungus that we eat. Like that's, To me, that's insane. Like, we eat something that's called, like, a fungus, right? Like, all your life. Like, as, for me as a kid, growing up overseas, like, you know, don't get dirty. Fungus this, don't get dirty. Else. And then, like, out of nowhere in science class, like, no, nah, I have this fucking mushroom. And you're, like, sick. So, like, <laughs> it's, it's super intriguing that something's called a fungus, but you could eat it. And what's really cool to me is, like, like you know, foragers will, like, go out, like, I watch all the time, like, you know, these chefs or, like, these documentaries, like, people go out and they forage themselves, like, to me, that's just the coolest thing, like, literally picking your own food is, like, the coolest thing, so that to me is, like, really, really intriguing, I guess, like, where I would start questions is like, I mean, I don't want to say how many varieties are there, but, like, how many, like, what percent of mushrooms do you think people don't know about, because I know like, just the common, like, what, like, five percentages there, like, 95%, we have no idea
2: about, like, Man, starting with the questions hard. Yeah. I guess whenever somebody finds out that you're a mushroom grower, they have all the mushroom questions for you. I can't even tell you how many text messages I get people say, you know, sending me a picture of a mushroom being like, can I eat it? You know, I'm just <laughs> like, uh, no, please don't. Um, there's tons, man. There's so many variations. I mean, even, you know, things are now being bred together where you're getting this breed and this breed and you're coming up with your own. There's a lot of at home mycologists, you know, like myself that are doing that. And that's pretty common. Um, just like how people are doing with plants. I mean, there's so many different genomes of plants and different species of plants. So it's, it's pretty correlative.
0: That's oh funny. yeah. Billy, he was saying that you can like, you know, like crossbreeding peppers, which we spoke to multiple people about, you can like create mushrooms with this variety, this variety, And it, I, I, that's crazy because it's just. <laughs> it's, yes. Am I silly? I'm, I'm just like
2: that's fucking wild, man. Yeah, I mean if you think about it, I mean we're more closely related to the. I believe I could be wrong again. I'm no PhD on this, but that we're more closely related to the fungal kingdom than we are
0: the animal kingdom. I have true. heard that multiple times, so I will vouch for that. <laughs> Solid <laughs> we gotta we vouch. <laughs> well, typically it's like like Brandon Quittum or people that are like really involved in like the Bitcoin space, just saying, um, that are just all in with the mycelium, and they say that correlation big time. Um, and it's just intriguing.
2: Mm-hmm. I think there's gonna be a big explosion whenever it comes down to the pharmaceutical, you know, the the big big pharma and just how microbiology and all these different things are just going to blow up because we're having you know clinical data of all these positive effects that mushrooms are having like lion's mane for one and you know it gets back to this old root of old traditional chinese medicine or ayurvedic or whatever you know let's get back to the natural things and that's you know pure plants that aren't all jacked up off genetically modified and you know mushrooms and i think it's going to get back to that and that's why it's gaining so much popularity and people are just starting to really start the efficacies of all of it
1: i think it's i think we're starting to see more of the medicinal side more and more i think in like the past like 10 years like people are now like microdosing more like you know people more like a trap mushroom now so i think people are more open to it i saw the other day in l.a it was like a mushroom bar like on, on the internet or something i was like that's fucking weird like that's it was like ketamine mushroom bar which is weird but i mean more power to them so that's cool. um I guess like we'll, we'll talk about the crossbreeding a little bit. When we're talking to like pepper growers, they literally like. I mean, Bobby Sam. Bobby was saying like he literally puts like two breeds like together. I mean, do you do the same thing with mushrooms? Like, I mean, how do you even like put two mushrooms together? Like,
2: yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it's pretty. It's 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 easy, but the hard part is is controlling expression. So. For instance is is that if i have two agar dishes and i can go grab some if you guys want visual samples <laughs> but you have two agar dishes and you take a little section out of one and you take another section out of another two different species two different agar dishes and then you put one on the left one on the right of a new agar dish and together it kind of grows together if you're lucky and in between that is where the new genome or that new species comes out that new species can have all sorts of different phenome expressions, types. So being able to get a baby <laughs> and, and then control how that baby wants to grow up is pretty interesting. But You're a mushroom daddy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. <laughs> I'm pretty proud, man. I'm pretty proud.
1: How how many different varieties of mushrooms are you currently like growing right now or like taking
2: care of right now? Um, I've been pretty fortunate to be able to grow seasonally, so I'm not trying to force the mushrooms into growing that they're not wanting to. So I'm not trying to grow hot into cold months and you know vice versa. So mm-hmm. um, week in and week out, I've been really narrowing it down to about a good eight um, high monster producers, um, and then I'm looking into four of more of the medicinal, and then also two introducing. Lo and behold. Uh, maitake and that's that's where it's at
0: that's a big shift (laughs) that's like obviously you know the the oysters or the chanterelles the lobsters i mean once you hear maitakes you're just like get those other ones away from me like hell yeah dude you're talking more medicinal varieties i mean obviously the lion's mane has been getting huge clout huge attention from mud water, uh, and, and a lot of those things. Um, what other varieties should people really be looking for, for like more of a medicinal edge outside of, you know, the obvious lines, man?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really comes down to what that person is looking to do because there are, <clears throat> just like with plants and supplements, <clears> this <throat> is that, excuse me, is is that there's different mushrooms that have a different, you know, expected feel. So uh, for instance, back... <laughs> You know, in 1993, the Chinese Olympic running team got accused of doping, or using um, performance-enhancing drugs. But it ended up that they were just using cortisype elixir elixirs, and there's a reason for that because cortisypes help release what is it? ATP production and ATP. ATP is andocene triphosphate, which is the primary energy carrier in all living organisms on the earth. You know, otherwise you can do stuff that's been known for anti-cancer, like your rishis and your chagas. Um, and you know, there are some also too that help out with your inflammation. But there's so much that's out there and there's so much information that is convoluted you know, a lot of people are using these tinctures with alcohols. Um, I wouldn't necessarily. And again, I'm no PhD, but I wouldn't be using any any bioorganism that's supposed to be live. You know, fungal or whatever have you in type of, you know suspended in alcohol. I've heard that it's it dwindles the effect. So to answer your question, longly. There's corticipes. There's lion's mane. There's a maitake. There's a whole bunch, and it's it's interesting. It's cool to be
0: able to show everybody this stuff. So oh, can you can we get some of them corticipes? Is that a variety
2: of mushroom? So you know how like whenever you were like in high school and you'd be watching like your National Geographic, and all of a sudden they're talking about the Amazon, and there's those zombie mushrooms. Whenever like an ant climbs up or a grasshopper or whatever would would climb up to the top of the, you know, leaf, and it just, you know, what the heck are you doing? You're screaming to the TV, it's going to die. Well, that's exactly what it is, is that it's actually sporulated with types, which grow, and it takes over the host of the body, and then it just grows straight out of the top of the head. And then another bird comes up and grabs that, and then it's spread all over the place. So, Corticypes are its own variety, just like how lion's manes its own variety, just like how oysters its own variety. And we're just now finding this stuff up. Real quick, sorry to talk too much. Is, is that they um I'm sure you guys have heard of the elephant's foot in Chernobyl. You know, Chernobyl, that big yeah, that big huge uh-huh. explosion. Yeah, yeah. On the elephant's foot is where the explosion happened. It's like the most, you know, nuclear reactive place on the earth Uh they found mushrooms that are actually growing yeah dude they found mushrooms that are actually growing on the elephant's foot well later on they found out that it was actually metabolizing or breaking down the radiation so nasa now uses this this wall mesh that is inoculated or grown with that mycelium, so now they have these walls that are kind of like foamish, in between the space shuttle that makes them, you know, not reactive to radiation. That's
1: that is crazy. You tell me after
2: 40 years, 60 years, people
1: trying to figure out Chernobyl, you're over here, and be like, well, fucking put mushrooms over there, and that's the answer. No. <laughs> like, that is crazy to me. Yeah. Wait, what? so did you discover mushrooms Lily as Chernobyl. were like, yeah, like, this, did that like identify a type of mushroom or was it, like a random kind of mushroom? Like, I ha-
2: yeah, I can get that information. Okay, too. okay. I didn't have that specific, but I mean, there's also two studies that are very well known of Paul Statman's, whenever he's the OG, whenever he, they had, you know, these big, huge oil spills in the 80s and they grounded up all the dirt. I'm sure people have seen this on Fantastic Guy, which is on Netflix or whatever it is. And they planted these oyster mushrooms on this, they called it like 10 year dark soil or whatever it is. It's just completely eradicated with petroleum and oil. And mushrooms actually grew the next year, they came back and mushrooms actually grew. And that oil broke down and was actually now bioavailable, which means that it had other sorts of organisms living in it. And they tested the mushrooms. We're like, well, what the fuck? Maybe the mushrooms are, you know, had all this oil in it. Even the mushrooms themselves didn't have any type of oil or no contamination. So it actually broke down that oil.
0: And then you could just chomp on the mushrooms and bake win win.
2: I mean, yeah, you know, (laughs) why not? Why
1: not? That is insane. I'm finding out the mushrooms could pretty much save the world today.
0: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) basically, dude, like, I've, I mean, like you know, like he keeps saying no PhD, but yeah, that's what I'm getting the feeling of. Like straight up, the mycelium is like the nervous system of everything. So, and you know, really empower that. I think that's
2: pretty wild, man. It's amazing. It's amazing, and I hope that we can all benefit from something that's, you know, freely, you know, freely provided. I'm um, I'm curious when we have like pepper growers here. Sometimes they like the most like I don't know like
1: with flavor profiles when you ask them what's the spiciest thing you've tried or was the best pepper you had those go fruity what's another one stand up what's another profile of like pepper like,
0: like, like you know citrus or there's also like big earth and some of those dark chocolate super hot peppers um yeah a lot of different flavor profiles and then like floral floral is another huge one which people love in a hot pepper or they very much dislike and it's weird because people decide floral it's like oh yeah um, I think it's uh like a bubblegum variety, like maybe like a white bubblegum, um, seven pot. I mean, you bite into that thing and it's floral and then you burn your head off. But I mean it's it's a crazy hit. Yeah, it's,
1: it's called, called bubblegum. So I'm curious, now. like like when you try a mushroom, like what flavor profiles do you get with mushrooms? Like like when you eat a mushroom, what do you associate? Like, you know, I know there's different mushrooms, but like you know, the most common, like what do you associate it with?
2: Like, what are the flavor profiles? You know, there's people that you know, earthy.
1: There's I, was say, I always tasted earthy, it's always yeah. Yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. why I love them. They're so
2: like they're
1: not like dry, like but like they're very like
2: you just tell them it's super good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, there's all sorts of ones. There's ones that whenever I'm growing and they're fruiting, it's actually a, a lion's mane, it smells like roses. There's times <laughs> whenever I'm growing certain types of oysters that it literally smells like the ocean, salty. Um, so there's, it's just a wide host of different flavor profiles and the, and the versatility and texture that mushrooms offer. You know, I've heard, I was watching, um, it was an iron chef and they said that there's no way to overcook a mushroom, which is news to me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking you, you've overcooked
1: a mushroom before.
2: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You know, girlfriend's stepping up her game on cooking. So, Hey, have at them, you know? That's, that's that.
0: Sam is a chef. What's your take on that? It's, it's crazy because um, I was talking to him about like rooster tails. Is that the correct?
2: Turkey tails.
0: Turkey tails. Yeah. So uh, I was gifted a whole bunch of these turkey tails and mushrooms. And what I always like doing in the culinary sense if it's, you know, oysters or shiitakes, however you're blending it, is um, starting with essentially like cold oil. Um, throw a batch of mushrooms in, get the heat rocking, season it immediately, so then it immediately is going to draw out a lot of the moisture, which makes mushrooms soggy, but it draws out all the moisture, so you cook it off really quickly, so it'll actually get nice and crispy. Then you just start layering in fresh, 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 and then you know you're looking at like a gallon quantity down to like you know two cups of just flavorful gold um, with those like turkey tails. I was gonna try to do the same thing and they were like fucking pieces of shoe leather, man. I'm oh, like,
2: those are the um sorry, those are the um pheasant backs, the druids oh,
0: yeah, yeah, straight up like leather, and then when he was talking <laughs> about oysters, I've been chowing on a ton of his oysters, and like I know like the stems could be like a little chewy, um, but I kind of dig that. I mean, it's yeah. like it's meaty, dude. I mm-hmm. mean, for sure. But yeah, I mean, I guess some varieties. I guess, yeah, you can't really overcook unless you burn, but they'll either get really concentrated and crispy or you're going to put too much heat on them and then they'll burn. And that's definitely overcooking to a to a degree. I mean,
1: yeah, I, th- I think... I mean, you can burn almost anything you cook on.
0: <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I think it's
1: a thing. Pretty much. I'm, I'm looking at a picture of uh, turkey tail mushrooms right now. Fucking
0: gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. That's the shit you're going to find around here. Well, so... So Jeremy, Billy just moved to Chicago like a week or two ago from L.A. So it's a big, big culture shock. Wow.
2: wow. Is this your first time with snow,
1: brother? No, nah, I grew up in the Middle East. We had snow back there too, believe it or not. Yeah, they have snow. But I'm, I'm excited for this one. Honestly, everyone keeps telling me, get ready for the snow, but it's so humid right now. I'm like, bring on the fucking snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, brutal. it's insane. I know. No, It's crazy. So I, I guess I'll take it to that. Like, what perfect weather for growing mushrooms? Different kind of mushrooms grow different parts of places in the world. You know, like what's a you know what's like a mushroom that grows
2: good in like or that grows great in the cold weather as opposed to one that grows great in like
1: fucking Latin America or something.
2: Yeah, you know, <clears throat> with the mushrooms and the different types, I mean, they kind of say what they are sometimes. Like, you know, I've got a cold-loving strain that's called Snow White, which just gets its. I mean, it's just an absolute pure, pure white mushroom delicate it's not stemmy like the elms like what sam was talking about and then i've got my golds golds man just 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 absolutely monsters in this heat right now golds are crushing it if you go and look back on my um compost pile where i have all my spent blocks where i grow my mushrooms on just piled up in the hundreds back there this is that it's just golds and pinks all day long so it's cool you just go
0: back there every once in a while and just get a little like third or fourth harvest off them.
2: <laughs> of course, dude. Of course. Of course. I got no shame. I'm not yeah. like a I'm not I'm not was a dumpster panda, but I got no <laughs> problem
0: doing that. Well, I mean, when you're thinking about well, you're just picking off like, you know, all this this fruit, this food off of the ground. I'm like, that's as that's as legit as it can get. That's not dumpster panda. That's like <laughs> Ah, oh, that's like, uh, I don't know, something more elevated, maybe a little more bougie.
2: Well, the cool thing is, is, is that um, I'm working with um, a landowner who's got a chunk of, ch- uh, a chunk of acreage and he's all about the mushrooms. So uh, for individuals that are, you know, into it is I want to be able to inoculate a forest so that different different times of the year will harvest different types of mushrooms and i oh, think that, that should be that should be for the people because that's just going to be able to you know emphasize more of a community and it just i mean that stuff is like fire i mean that stuff is just it's it's contagious
0: and then like let's just say if you were to inoculate let's just say a whole field or a big chunk of land once it starts going with the mycelium is that something that's going to live almost indefinitely i mean year after year the infrastructure is somewhat going
2: you'd think so but no with most of the oysters they all their nutrient value comes from decomposing wood down so by me being johnny Appleseed and like drilling a hole into a tree and inoculating it you know you will get oysters but it's totally different than like dealing with like cut cured wood like whenever you're doing like shiitakes whenever you're plugging shiitakes and putting those out in the forest they actually get better as they get older so by inoculating a forest we're kind of just being like all right we're for sure gonna have a monster yield on this oak you know it might not be the same way next year but it might i mean who knows yeah it's it's so I know
1: Sam's probably going to have the answer, and you will, and I don't, but are truffles are mushrooms? Are they not? Are they yes? I've heard both sides of the story. I've worked at a restaurant where the chef literally told me they're not, and then another restaurant where the owner told me, yeah, they are. So, like, I was always confused.
2: Let's go, Sam. What do you say, bud? Come on, chef.
0: Honestly, they're all fungus, so it's just how you define, you know, fungus as in mushrooms because, I mean, peppers are fruit, and very few people are ever going to say just like, all oh, pepper is a delicious piece of fruit. Yesterday, <laughs> um, so that's kind of my take on it. I just say, yeah, it's all fungal. It's it's how you define it yourself.
1: my question I want to go into that, like every time you hear about truffles, like I, I saw this thing a while back, and this guy like who hunts truffles in Italy, he's like, yeah, we go to the spot in the nighttime, nothing there. We come back six hours later, and this thing's like this fucking big. So like, is there like other varieties of mushrooms that uh-huh. do that? Yeah he, said, yeah, he said with troubles. Like, yeah, he said troubles. like they'll go like one day, like they'll have a dog sniff the dirt, nothing there, but like this big or something. They go mm. back like I don't know, twelve hours later or something. It's like this fucking big. It's huge, <laughs> monsters. Yeah, so like is that like a property, like of different kinds of mushrooms? Like there are mushrooms that grows like really quick. Like I know we see those ones on YouTube. We scratch them with a fork. Six hours later, then you got like a fucking little garden in your house. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. And those pretty ones much. are pretty cool too. Like I know, like are all mushrooms the same, pretty equally, or like some grow like longer, longer, longer.
2: Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. With all varieties of mushrooms, you have a wide host of different growth characteristics, growth parameters that it needs. Absolutely. And I think that truffles are underneath gorotia type of family. So you get the fruiting body that comes up above ground, which only like 10% are edible or something ridiculous like that. And some mushrooms, you can actually confine it so much where it actually drops its fruit underneath the ground, where you get those truffles, also too known as like a sorcerer stone. And those, I believe, are sclerotia type of uh, mushrooms. So, yeah, it's all part of the mushroom family, but it's all divided up. So, yeah, dude, there's like some of my peopinos, man, they take forever. Reishis take forever ever to fruit we're talking like a month and a half where some oysters you know some of my fast acting ones i'm getting fruit in five days
0: what yeah
2: Yeah. they're monsters though bro it's not fair i mean some of these cultures are just nuts
0: what about your experience with like truffles obviously i mean like is it more along the lines of morel mushrooms where it's still not at that point for people to truly figure out how can we start making them like you know, man-made diamonds essentially? I'm sure there are people who see more value in man-made truffles than a fucking man-made stone.
2: I mean, shit, dude, they're making they're making uh 3D printed meat now. So I'm up for any oh, that is
0: fucked out of like <laughs> like yeah, just straight waste. I'm talking right. like human waste. Yeah, yeah, crazy. That's another episode. Yeah, it's ridiculous. sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I hear you though
2: yeah Yeah. what was your question again I'm sorry I phased out on that one what, what 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 before the uh man-made meat what was your question Sam
0: I thought it was Billy's Billy me or Billy him
1: well yeah so uh, I mean I was just wondering like the gross person mushroom mushrooms but like I, I, I think I think what Sam was, Sam was trying to get to, like you say some of the morel
2: mushrooms that's
0: right grow yeah. morels in a, a contained environment uh, easily I guess
2: the dutch are very well known and thanks bill you're spot on yeah i totally phased out and then i needed that quick reference hit about the morels, and it sparked it up the dutch have been very well known for their agriculture development and there's these twins that they're like geneticist and like you know i don't know paleontologists i don't know but they have found a way to be able to mass produce morels and you know mass production. But that's going to be you know public knowledge after the trademark law is done. So that's seven years. There are ways to do it like outdoors. You know, obviously the Asian community has crushed it, um, but the success rate is pretty low. So I haven't jumped into it yet. And I can grow some monster mushrooms. I've been trying to grow those for a while. I mean, the stuff
0: you have right now is definitely stellar. I don't see you need to to jump on ban. I mean, obviously morel's are awesome, but I feel like if you had them more readily available, they'd lose their appeal tremendously. It would be like truffles to a degree. I mean, if everyone's just gonna be putting it on their mac and cheese and cheeseburgers, <laughs> it'd be like oh, okay, I get it. I mean
2: But it is the Midwest though, too. So I mean. That's pretty predominant, to be honest
0: it with you. abilities isn't used to Morel's, like, at all from, like, you know, far west coast.
1: They're fire. They're in, so- in the west coast, baby bellas, white mushrooms. If you're lucky, shiitakes, you got to ask like, a specialty. Like, we used to have, like, a specialty, like, produce house to, so, like, these we were for chefs only, but they opened up to the public during the like, coronavirus, which is cool. And they had, like, everything under the sun, like... I mean, they didn't have shit. I remember, like one time, I don't even know what it was called, it was like seventy-five bucks a pound or something. I was like, "Yeah, fuck this." But I was, like, <laughs> I'm sure, but, I was like, "But I'm sure it tastes fucking amazing. Like I'm sure it tastes. I... Cool. I'm sure it tastes amazing."
2: Um, I mean, yeah. spot on. Oh, sorry, my
1: apologies. No, I was, I was gonna say, like when I was vegan back in the day, a bunch of my buddies are still vegan. Mushroom was the meat substitute. Like fuck a Impossible Burger, fuck a fake, you know, like cardboard yeah. patty. Like they literally always went mushrooms. Mushrooms on everything, and I was like. I was like, would you guys get sick of mushrooms? I'm like, no, like like Sam said, they're meaty, they're delicious. There's a million kinds. You're not eating the same bullshit every time. It's, like, it's, just, it's like such a variety. So it's pretty cool. Well, it'd be like someone like, hey, are you getting sick
0: of chicken? It's like, well, I'm not just, yeah, like, I'm seasoning it with different. I mean, yeah, like mushrooms, I just feel like it's a vessel for flavor. I mean, you can cook them down, they concentrate, crispy, or imagine like a little sumac powder in there, maybe a little lemon, a little citrus, a little garlic. I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's endless. Um, or like, you know, fry, crispy in like a chili oil. And they'd be bang. I mean, that's all different types of a, just a vessel, like a protein almost. Are, are, there, are there such things as pickled, pickled mushrooms? Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> sure. oh, for real. All right.
0: Have you had, Blood, you had some bougie uh, brunch spots, a little pickled mushroom? Normally, it's just like a, you know, just a little little creme. Like a quick pickle? Yeah, nothing special. Yeah.
1: We're not yeah. talking about six years in the barrel. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, worth the try. Let's do it, boys. Dude, that'd be so sick. I actually do want to get one of those little the little house ones. You put with the fork and it grows a little bit. I want to try one of those out. I'm curious. Oh, what is, um, go ahead. So, yes. Yeah, so, so like, what is inside the bag? Is that still like, like, what do you call it? The actual thing in
2: the bag, like before it grows, what is it called? Uh, <clears throat> That that's that's usually going to be like the master's mix it's the medium on what it's grown on i mean dude if you want a grow kit i can send you a grow kit it'd be pretty easy i'm so down i'm so <laughs> down. Oh, yeah 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 so down yeah the the master's mix depending upon what you're growing is just pretty much soy hull pellets hard oak pellets and then water and then bingo bango, bongo you got the monster mushrooms coming down the pike Whoa. so there's no ch- i mean this might
1: sound a dumb question again it's not of the mushroom seed so like where does the mushroom actually spurred out of like is what i'm wondering yeah good question and scratching with a fork uh, it's amazing to me like oh a couple scratches
0: bumbaya, like here we go <laughs> <laughs> like it really is <laughs> yeah, yeah, <for> real. <laughs> and blammo you got your your, your, your <laughs> and and, and why, why do i have to scratch it with something like what what does that do for it
2: that depends upon the strand that you're dealing with, but the reason why most um, most mushroom cultivators have you scratch the front surface or the face after you open, you know put an X or a flap mm-hmm. um, is is that it gives it pretty much oxygen. So there's a couple things that make the mushroom pin is is that it's going to be FAE, which is fresh air exchange, or just new air, and then it's going to be light and moisture. So, if you produce kind of like um, a roughed area, it's just jacking it up to say, here's a whole bunch of fresh air, which pretty much pushes it into pinning. That is crazy. So, I mean... I love them, dude.
1: I love the questions.
2: Let's have them, dude. <laughs> Let's go. Whoa, Billy's never like... I was going
1: to ask, mushrooms grow on every service, but I don't mean like literally every service, but like you see them grow on trees. They grow like... I've seen mushrooms grow on walls. Like, you know, they grow like, almost everywhere. Like, is there something they don't grow on? Like, you, you can't fucking get it growing. I've seen people like... My grandma used to have like a tire in her like yard, put a little dirt in it, and literally just cover the entire tire of mushrooms. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> what? Granny's got the green thumb, dude.
1: Oh, granny was on it.
2: On it. <laughs> um yeah there's antifungal properties like cedar has antifungal properties but that's a trip so there's a catch-22 on that so morels grow underneath you know what is it ash elm elm in minnesota i think oh dear lord i better know this one i'm pretty sure it's elm it is elm but in the south it grows underneath pine which is a softwood and some of them actually even grow underneath cedar from what I hear. But so I don't know. They say that it's any antifungal property like cedar or any fungicide, you're not going to get any mushroom development. However, the biggest living organism on this earth is a mushroom colony and it expands like Oregon and like the whole East coast. And it's the biggest organism on our earth what's the name is it it a
0: variety of like a mushroom
2: for example so not all mushrooms produce a mushroom body only a percentage of them produce an actual mushroom body the big organism that's out in Oregon you know I I guess I should have done more research on that and had you know a specific strand that it is but I do not know that blows my mind. That's
0: wild, but I could see that it's just a nervous system and it'll go as far as it's allowed to go. I mean,
2: well, there's a mushroom that's called the um, prairie, the valley killer. <clears throat> so what it will do is that there's an abundance of trees. This mushroom will become non-dormant. It'll become active and it will kill down a lot of this type of tree. So all these trees will fall down. And then it becomes a prairie, and it goes dormant. And then if it comes back up when there's too much of this um, tree population, it becomes active again and kills them all off. So
0: this is great. um, That's brutal.
2: There's a symbiotic relationship, though. You know, they're they're doing. Than a
0: forest fire. I mean, it's a lot safer. It's a lot safer than. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's nature, though. It's part of the cycle
1: that's that's what's cool about it is right When you think like a morel's a morel and like a like a, Bella's a Bella you're like no you're telling me like one grows in minnesota on this kind of tree but the one down south grows on this kind of tree and i'm sure those two taste a little different because of what it grows on so those okay. kind of things are like just mind-blowing to me like it's just insane and how much you have to like upkeep with it and like the different varieties like like how much of your day would you say like you spend on like just mushroom like just taking care of your mushrooms like doing your mushroom shit
2: you know i'm again i'm so fortunate right now to have support from my loving girlfriend and she can't hear me so it's not like i'm saying this shit so she can actually hear it you know she's what i mean <laughs> she's a good people um so you know i pretty much have gone full time with this i'm finishing up my degree in nutrition right now i'll be done in october if all things go well but really if i mean it's full on dude it's day in and day out how many hours do i spend in it Oh gosh, a full a, a full day at least. Yeah, eight, I'm for sure. sure. Yeah, because I'm sure it's not something like,
1: oh, I watch it in the morning. Let me go do my stuff. Come back at night. Looks good. no I'll check it. Again. Like I'm sure it's none of that, dude. I'm sure it's like, oh, oh. shit, this looks There's like the- this.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, all- I don't know if you have like a like high like a HD camera, but those like time lapse videos, people just lose their shit over whether it's for your social media or YouTube or just for your own personal enjoyment. Have you ever? like done that just to actually see like those things just open blow up
2: oh yeah absolutely mushroom is the one thing that has biblical references and old ancient religion references where you know the people were saved by the mana because it grew in 24 hours well on our planet only thing that can grow to that is mushrooms and mana looking back in the sanskrit word actually has correlation with that so Yeah, it's a trip to see how much these things can grow within 24 hours. I'm talking, you know, some of them, depending on my golds, I'll look, I'll check on them in the morning and I'm like, oh, they're fine. But then that afternoon or evening, they're already throwing spores. So I'm like, oh, well, shit, you know, I got to go get those bastards out of there. So I
0: mean, are you talking they could be like an inch or a two nub in the morning and then it's just lift off?
2: Yeah, depending upon the species and... You know what it is, absolutely.
0: And then you you mentioned sort of throwing scores, that's when um all the gills and everything are opening up. Is that when it's kind of past prime, so to speak, for like nutritional value or just you the sake of the mushroom being edible?
2: Well, as somebody who is trying to elevate my game as much as possible, I wouldn't want to be buying gold mushrooms, but on the gold mushrooms there's like a little sprinkling of black, you know, like that might be kind of off-putting to me. And there are different flavor profiles depending upon the age of the mushroom. So yeah, as a bougie mushroom grower, I'm going to harvest things at a certain time that I like that I know are going to bring value. And it's something that I need to like boast or tell my clients of, it's just an appreciation for
0: the game. Or if they start buying elsewhere and they see big nuances of differences. They're just like, oh, they'll they'll put the pieces together that they'll figure out what's uh, what's more appropriate or just appealing. Because that makes sense, I imagine. Because just like any mushroom. Because I remember just getting every once in a while a goofy flat of portobello. It's like, you know, through industry, restaurant stuff. And they were just like almost bored flat and just goofy. And then the entire box was just littered and just like black residue. I mean, they were just like past prime fine texturally though but i was just always questioning it's like what's going on like the molecular scale here like anyways yeah that's crazy elevate your game buddy i love that shit yeah
1: absolutely that, that was like one thing we used to always see like in the, the proto stories to work out we used to get them pa- pre-packaged within two days they're like fucking moldy and then my boss like yeah we gotta get them like fresh in the box so people could pick them themselves lasted way longer and they sell out way quicker like those ones in the box that are pre-wrapped they just smell like shit, oh, look yeah. like shit. spots all over them they just <laughs> stuff it's like makes you not want to eat mushrooms ever
2: but it just shows like a whole difference when like with the are wide open it's like they smell so much better and they look way better mm-hmm. the cool thing is that there's a lot just like how there's a lot of urban farmers now that are doing it right you know doing it organic practices that same thing whenever it comes down to these mushroom farmers there's a lot of even since i started there's new ones that are underneath me that are at different levels of the game that are you know producing product that you know uh, people should understand what good product is you know know. i'm curious what it is that you love about mushrooms it's the, it's the ability to, what I personally love about mushrooms are yeah. the taste. What, the like, flavor. what's
1: your favorite thing about mushrooms? No, not flavor-wise, but, like, the quality. Like, what's your favorite part about mushrooms?
2: Like, what's my favorite mushroom? Is that what
1: you're getting at, kind uh, of? Like, your favorite, like, quality about them. Like, they're, like, mushrooms are this. Mushrooms are, they always
2: do, like, you know, it's like that. Like, what is that? They're indefinite.
1: Mm. Okay. We got to take a commercial break right here. That was deep. so explain that a little bit like go into that a little bit
2: um because once you have one mushroom then you have a perpetual life cycle that can be you know continued on indefinitely as long as it's done right so if i were to get like a mushroom i would do a spore print then i'm able to take that spores and propagate it on all sorts of grow media. And then once that, then I can fruit it. Once it's fruited, then I can take another spore sample and it just continues on and on and on. As long as it's done right and you're not dealing with like mutations and all sorts of expression, you should be to go. That is insane, man. You,
1: you know, you keep saying you're not a PhD, but for you know, you've been through this like your whole life. I'm gonna give you credit. You're pretty much more than a PhD at this point, man. Like you've, you feel like your life and soul into this, man. Like that's more than a PhD, right? PhDs PhD, you do it for like <laughs> 10 years and like they're good, right? Like you've been doing it for a lifetime. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Appreciate uh, that. I mean, man, like I could I could really go all day with you, but we want to leave this off. Definitely want to have you come back on a part two, but I have this one last question for you. This is the question I ask everybody before they leave the uh, the podcast. Yes, sir. My favorite question. So let's say me, you, and Sam are driving from Minnesota to LA. Cool. And we stop by random gas station middle of the night. Sam's pumping gas. i the windshield. You know, busting my ass out there. And you're you're gonna get the snacks. What are three gas station items you're gonna get every time you go? And it could be. Well, coffee and water are out because those are mandatory. You gotta get water and coffee. Like, what what are three things you're getting every time at a gas station?
2: Yo, it's got it's got to be the slushy. <laughs> gotta get the slushy automatic.
0: Thurpy bro, are you wheezing the juice? <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: it. <laughs> uh and then um God, you know, I'm spacing on the name of it, but it's that um uh coconut um. With the almond, almond joy, almond joy all day long. Almond joy, slushy, ooh, man. I'm always a sucker for quick trip. That's why I had to stop going is because they've got those unicorn, those unicorn Rice Krispie treats. So it's Rice oh no. Krispie treats that are made with Fruity Pebbles, Sun. <laughs> all day, dude, all day. Those so best three items
1: we've ever That's had. Good. We we never, yeah, really? have- yeah, we never Gunn- had a slushy. We haven't had a yeah. slushy ourselves. So that, that was That's like- automatic. That's automatic. A bubble gum. Rookie. Really? <laughs> That's, That's all those. Eminem like right now is the top winner. Eminem just holding the crown right
0: now.
2: Yeah. Okay. is sure. though, dude. That's like vanilla ice cream. I mean, come on. Where's the soul?
0: Mine, mine's goofy. I right, Billy lay on yours quick. What are your three items? How the yeah, mine- Yep. Uh, P- peanut m&ms dr pepper cool.
1: and uh, hot cheetos every single time then, <laughs> every time
0: I'm here with you with quick trip because i always do like maybe like a like a coconut water uh like some gummy bears or something and then like either like an egg roll right off the fucking spinner dude or uh, <laughs> every once in a while just like a bitchin donut or something i'm a sucker for that shit it's terrible i gotta stop man but um yeah dude once, <laughs> quick trip egg rolls bud
1: if you're listening to this, stop eating junk food, eat more mushrooms. They're fucking good for you, they're delicious. Uh dude, thank you so much for coming on, man. This was so educational and this was so awesome. What, I was just telling Sam right now in the chat, we need to have you back on. Like you're gonna come back, back up too. Well. have
0: maybe like a more scripted plan, because this was just fun to just bullshit with you. And uh welcome the people, welcome uh all of the knowledge. Yeah, my mind's just blown. Well, but I, I
1: appreciate thinking, you guys. Maybe next time we could do it from a place you can see or what you got working on or what you got growing. That'd be awesome. that would love to. we cool that next time, dude.
2: Yeah, uh, absolutely. And it's all free knowledge. I openly share with others. Thank you for having me on. It's been my absolute most humble pleasure. T- tell everybody where they can find you, man uh only social media that i do is frozen cat mushroom farm otherwise you can always go to my web page that's always in development always working on that Uh, so you know you can always come find me and sam over there at the rochester's farmer's market on saturday wednesdays i might be giving up but i want to give a quick tomorrow's
0: just so you know oh you're not uh, I'm gonna go do other things. I have to go up to the cities, and we gotta find our groomsmen outfits for the wedding. Um,
2: yeah, um, the Wednesdays are a bust. But hey, I wanted to say real quick, Sam, congratulations on those three cases, 192 bottles. Let's go, dude.
0: Let's it was go, pretty dude. cool, dude. I'm scared. I shipped off a uh, three cases of 64 bottles in each box. Um, like, like it's it should go well, but uh, it's intimidating, man. It ain't that's no hot cool, ones, dude. for change, me. It dude. feels like it.
1: It's it's, it's, it's something, man. Again, dude, like, really thanks for joining us. This is probably Thank one you. of my favorite episodes. I'm going to have an insane amount of mushroom <laughs> questions next time. I'm just going to bombard you with questions. I think, I think I'm gonna do, yeah, we're, we're going to do something a little different next time because I want to rapid fire you with questions next time. You can oh, one.
2: man. I better really do some of my research. But also, too, Billy, hit me up through Sam. I can get you that grow kit, bud. Hell yeah. I'll
1: actually, I actually actually really want to do it. I really do. I'll have you. Thanks, dude. Anytime you want to come back on and got something going on, just hit us up. But we're definitely going to have you back on. We want you all.
2: Always down, boys. Appreciate y'all. Thank all you.
1: Guys, my buddy. Cheers, buddy. it, boys. Thanks, dude. Anytime you want to come back on and got something going on, just hit us up. But we're
2: definitely going to have you back on. We want you all. Always down, boys. Appreciate y'all. Thank all you. Guys, my buddy. Cheers, buddy. Made it, boys.